this isn't entertaining you, then just don't even listen at all. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Golf Talk. I'm your host, Coach Frankie, with co-host Jess Divot. Coach Austin is jumping on with us this evening, and we have a special guest this week joining us from Southern California. He is documenting his journey back to golf and trying to capture his first ever hole-in-one on camera. Welcome to Pod Ace Quest. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. This is, uh, we've already had a little bit of fun, and now that we're recording, I think there's going to be a little bit more fun going on. This is cool, dude. Yeah, I, I, we were, we've been like searching for different guests to have on. We started to line up some names, and, and, uh, just divot was like yo listen like there's some people that like we really should put on here and start to like see if we can you know give them you know an, a, an extra platform to start talking about what they're doing and just kind of to check in this this dude's super cool let's let's see what they got and when i i first went to your website i went back to like this like nostalgic like arcade days of the gaming stuff and i love that i love that that's like your inspiration that you pull from uh, i love the story behind what you do uh, you want to give us a, just a quick intro on 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 ace quest who is who is ace quest ace quest is uh my journey on you know getting that hole in one on uh a video my first ever hole in one uh, i've been at it since uh 2019 uh, my birthday I, I thought i was gonna go in and uh, uh ever since then i you know just posted that video up and tried to capture that uh swing of destiny as i've been calling it lately <laughs> i love that um, I think I'm like, uh, like 600 or so swings in. Um, and yeah, it's just been a journey. I've gotten to play golf in, you know, I think four States now. Um, and just, you know, trekking through all the golf courses that I can. Well, that's awesome. I, I love that you're using the idea of, you know, trying to, trying to capture that hole in one on camera. Obviously a lot of us might say like, we got a really good shot. Did you ever you know, take a video to prove it or anything like that? And now you're like bringing this community together of, of people that want to start, you know, like, I guess just kind of capturing this experience and they're rooting for you now, right? Like it's, it's kind of cool to, to see that and supporting you with the merch and all that that you're dropping. Yeah. The support has been amazing. Um, it's just been flooding through and it's just been filling up my heart with like the most joy of my life. Um, Golf has definitely been, you know, at the forefront of all of this, and I can't thank the game enough. You know, it's bring it's bringing all this joy into into my life, and it's you know I'm there like, spreading it as well. I, I feel like you know I, I can't just be the one taking it in. You know, I gotta I gotta spread this joy with everybody else as well. So it's been it's been a blast, and you know, continuing every day. You know, trying to get that tea time set up, and uh, uh, right now this weekend I don't have one, so it's like you know that's always on the back of my mind. You know when. When's the next crack at it that I get? You know what I mean. Just if it brought me to you, and um, I want I want him to take it away with some. I know he's got some questions and a lot of things that he's trying to talk about too with you. So yeah, hell yeah, I got some questions. Uh, first off, I remember I came across your IG profile on the Explore page. I want to say that's where it was. I think that my algorithms were set to like not just golf, but just like Filipino golfers. I don't know. Nice. Because I follow like a bunch of Filipino golfers. I got some from the Bay. I got some from yeah. parts of the country. Yeah, Kaibiga, you know what I'm saying? There you go. I think I think, I think that's when you like, you like an adobo recipe video on the reels or something, and then we like a golf thing, and then it's like, okay, Filipino golfers, done. Bring them together. <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah. You say karaoke and, you know, Instagram hears it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't really, I can't really explain how I found you. I can't remember. Like I vaguely do, but I just remember going across the page on like 
Yeah, he's kind of low key, like all over the country. Like he's playing a lot of East Coast golf. Like this dude's like in northeast part of the country. Then I see him in like Arizona. Then I see him in Southern California. <laughs> like where's this? I can't pinpoint like where this guy specifically is, but he's playing a great load of golf. And I just love the content. I uh, just want to tell you that first Thanks. and foremost. And I think Francis is in agreement with me that when we went through your store, you know, we saw the uh, the 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 tea, the pocket tea. Then we saw the peach mango pie packaging for the teas. <laughs> yeah. And then we saw the, uh, I think Francis was most impressed. Already Me too. Uh, the Nippon Modus. Uh, oh, there you go. So you got it right there. Yeah, yeah. Show that off. Show that off. <laughs> yeah, I just had one like a couple weeks ago. Two, Have y'all ever had, had like the special ago. flavors? Um, I'm sorry. I know I'm not to go on a tangent here, but. Just Pete, no, just uh, I've only had There's the peach like a mango. I don't eat much Jolly Bee to There's be honest. Like a but... ube. Oh my god! Like, so tell me, so we're in we're in San Jose right now. Tell me, there's a Jolly Bee in San Jose or in San Francisco? Is there a Jolly Bee? There's got to be, right? Okay, I'll find something. Oh, there's a grip. No, you'll find one, no problem. No, there's a grip. I remember you'll find a you'll find a red ribbon. You'll find a Valerios. You'll find you'll find anything you could ever want. Yo. I have to try Starbread. Where you're at, in I the have bay. to try Starbread. I heard that's like a. Oh, you're missing wow, out. Wow, I have you're to try out. that. That's you're a low key. Out. They got yeah, one. Yeah, write that down, Francis. No, they got one in the in or they got one in Orange County. They got oh, one in Orange I County. Go. Um, the first time I had it was in the first time I had it was in Vallejo, and I, you get a box right, and they come like in different quantities, like twelve, what 15, is 20, it? Go on, you know, so on and so forth. It's it's kind of like. It's like a puff pastry, okay. except you kind of get like a slight like bite on the on the surface, but inside is just <laughs> it's like a Filipino sweet croissant. Whoa! Like a, it's I can't explain it, bro. It's um, it's kind of shape. It's kind of like the same size of like a cannoli, okay. but then the, it's completely different. I'm just comparing it like size wise, but it's so good with like coffee. Yeah, the coffee, yeah. Gotta get the it, dunk trust in me, there. man. Once you have one, you'll finish. Yeah, you'll you'll finish your entire box that you buy. Trust me. Start the the star bread bakery with the uh, the senorita bread. Senorita bread will, will you'll 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 lose your shit. I feel like we all need to take a trip and like play like play at a, a muni wherever we meet, yeah. and then just start hitting up all these like, dude. You talked me. You told me about what was it? Dollar for hits. Real? Dollar hits for Filipino food. Yeah, I gotta get out. We gotta, yeah, we gotta go dollar hits, bro. We gotta go dollar hits for sure, for sure. We gotta go. Yeah, those those late. I love those ladies, man. Uh, they they also got uh showcased on Netflix too. So if you ever wanted to, I think it was Street Food. It was uh their Street Food series on Netflix, and they got if you go to the LA episode, they get featured on there, and it's pretty it's pretty dope. Dude, that's what's up. I mean, Filipinos have been around pretty early on. Like, we, we might as well start yeah. getting our food out there a lot more often, you know, and start getting a face and a voice there, you know? So this is great. Yeah, we don't really a good job of – we don't really do a good job of making it sound super appealing. Can we talk about this? Face. All right, because I, so. I have an opinion on this. You guys do a good job. You're so right. But check this out. All right, I feel the exposure that we've gotten in the past – so Francis, you're like, this is like intuitive. I, I listened to the first episode and like, I'm like, whoa, I know I've seen this guy in different places. And now I know where, like Master Chef, I've seen you on the scratch, like, you know, video. And, you know, I'm talking about, all right, so we're talking about Filipino food and we're talking about exposure and how it looks or how it's presented to different people. And I think the problem was, is the people that we had trying to represent it 
like on these certain shows. Like I always recall an Anthony Bourdain, uh, like no reservations when it was like his first time in the Philippines. And he had this total, like, I'm going to say it right now, Bob, he was just like bobbed out. And he was like, you know, like he wasn't really getting, he, it wasn't that connection that you can have with a person. There was just still something missing, you know what I'm saying? Between them and just that like connection on video or like when it's recorded and how it was presented i feel like that's where it's off as well yo this guy said this guy said he was fucked out <laughs> yo, for real though and it was the, the thing was so like if you go back you gotta find this all right so anthony bourdain tony bourdain himself goes back and comments about all of this because this person sent in videos right and these videos are of him like you know all energetic, hyper, all these things. But then when he got picked to, to do it, you know, I guess it was a little bit of a stage fright uh, sort of thing. And um, Tony picked up on it as well. Like, you know, you know, rest in peace, you know, Uncle Tony. But um, yeah, dude, it's like, I feel like we just need like, uh, there's a chef from New York um, who's, uh, his name is uh, Chef Miguel. He's on... Um, who's on Vice. He's like a big cannabis chef as well. Uh, Miguel, is it, is it Trinidad? Oh my God, I'm forgetting it now, but he's the fucking man. And he had uh, Maharlika in uh, NYC. Yeah, it is Miguel yes. Trinidad. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the guy. Yeah. He's That guy's dope. He's fucking yeah. awesome. You know, grown and sexy, smooth. And he cooks hella good Filipino food. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, did you see his recipe video on making his um he did like a chorizo like the typical like filipino chorizo burger patty uh-huh. it looks so like chori uh chori oh. it looks so good like just a very simple recipe to, to yeah he's definitely so not to cut you off here but like when i was looking into um inspiration for things that i want to do when i was in orlando for pop-up dinners and stuff i definitely looked at maharlika i looked at um, they had another concept too. It's I can't think of the Jeepney. name. Um, it was a little bit more casual concept. They Jeepney, had Tita Jeepney. Babies. Yeah, Tita ba- Everybody got a Tita yeah. Baby. <laughs> yes, dude, I love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the food that they were pumping out was perfect. It was like just enough fusion. Like it took it, it. It made it look less scary. Definitely, um, just unassuming. Just easy to just want to go and order or eat just because you see yeah. it, right? Like they were one of the first ones to really take a lot of good pictures of it. And then when I was in Orlando, I ended up doing my first. A Kamayan pop up with uh, with a few chefs actually that helped open up Jeepney. Oh yeah, which was dope. And these guys are so they're so so talented. I think they're actually opening up uh, like an actual sit down Filipino restaurant now in downtown Orlando. And like low key downtown Orlando, I mean everyone thinks of Orlando as Disney, <laughs> but if you can ever get out, get outside of Orlando, and if you're a big foodie, come up to downtown. We got James Beard nominated restaurants. Oh. We have some of the top. Uh, food trucks in the country of uh, one of my buddies um al ruiz has a food truck called uh sushi and soul taking a, a fusion of korean and japanese food mixing it together and him and i along with a buddy of mine um joel joel who does a uh, hawaiian food truck uh does plate lunches and stuff we used to do it we did a pop-up um at a friend's bar and it was just like we would put banana leaves down the center of the tables trains of rice you know kamayan style and like it was the first time anyone's really brought that to orlando so when i did it with these guys from um from jeepney man their flavors were on point they're bringing it to another level like they, they brought into like michelin star kind of kind of stuff into it so and good. 
it's it was cool to see that and like for for florida that was re- that was really big you know i know you guys have that out in california but like we're late on the trends so <laughs> after master chef i was like let's let's try to do something here but uh dude i love that i, I love that stuff yeah, man. you're right though like it's tough you know when someone asked me like well Dude, Ace Quest. All right. So what's what's your favorite what's your favorite Filipino food? Like Oh, that's so tough. To that's dish? so tough. I really don't like you know what? I got I like I like the subtle bangers. I like uh like mongo when it's illed, like mongo can be like the okay. craziest yeah. dish. Pinak bet, I love pinak yeah. bet, I love uh laing. Oh, yeah. When it's not too sweet, if the laing's too sweet, I don't like it. I like it on the spicier side. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like all of it. Like, I, you know, I fucked with Dinagoan, like all that stuff. And, uh, that's it. Dinagoan. Yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 I think that's my favorite. I love it. And, it's you know, yeah, it's great. you know, back when it would be like, yo, what's your favorite food? I'd be like, oh, it's, it's, I like chocolate meat. But like, now that I say that out loud, I like chocolate meat. That doesn't, it doesn't sound like it's something I should be telling everybody. But yeah, dude, Dinagoan is the shit. It is. And if you don't know what it is, um, actually, I'll let Just David explain it. Go ahead. If you want to explain Dinagoan to the to the public. Imagine first a nice bed of rice, right? I'm just trying to make it sound. Oh, paint me a picture. <laughs> paint me a picture. Yeah. yeah. Make it beautiful. A nice bed of rice. That's like if you're not salivating. Like the smoothest way to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Steam coming from the bed of rice, right? Yeah. And you got different uh, parts of the pig. Uh, chopped up, uh, nice and fine, uh, roughly chopped, not fine, sorry, roughly chopped, and you cook it in uh, blood. Yeah, in pork blood. Too, yeah. yeah, in pork blood, right? Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. I think that was delicious. <laughs> with a nice, with a, it has to have a nice, a nice little spice kick to it too, just to set it right. off, like a nice little yeah. subtle like pepper garnish, yeah. just to yeah. for not only just for aesthetics, but also flavor. If you want to be adventurous and bite into that pepper. You're you guys eat it to. with the puto or uh, no? For the most part, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I, I, I just eat a strictly with rice. Yeah. I go puto. That's yeah. the sweetness. If I don't get the sweetness from the sauce, I the puto gives you I just had, a little bit little bit of sweetness. I, I had a tito. I, we, yo, we used to call it like a Pinoy hot dog. <laughs> you would have like the the flat puto, oh, yeah. like, like yeah. the one that looks like a frisbee, and put the denuga on in the middle and fold yeah. it up like it was a taco. And just Here's it. what I could go out and tell you with the, the savory the savory and sweet conversation to kind of chime in here. Growing up, uh, before my mom passed away, watching her eat chicken adobo, mm-hmm. right? So this is what she would have. She would have her rice. She would have the adobo on the same plate. She would have a little um, plate of patis, and then she'll have a banana. So she'll take... A piece of the banana, the rice, the chicken, dip it in the patisse, and then eat it that way. And for some reason, the years growing up, watching her do that, it made sense. It just made sense. You can't explain it. It just made sense. Right? You know know what I'm saying? Freak the paddle a little bit. No, I know we all have... Right. Now, we all have, like, weird foods and, well, things that I think other people not from the culture would deem weird. Um, Austin, you, you you come from a Korean background. Is there anything that you could remember eating growing up that, like, your friends or white friends? <laughs> like, what the heck are you doing? A hundred, a hundred percent, dude. Like, my mom would pack me lunch. Oh. And so, like, but she'd pack me Korean food. And she'd pack me kimchi because it was just, like, that's, you know, like, you eat kimchi with everything, right? Like, cool. that's how that's how it works. And... Like all of my white friends would be like, "What is that? It smells so like it smells so bad. It smells so distinct, right?" 
and then I like feel like I slowly just like turn them into liking kimchi, and then wow, like, by the time amazing. we're all in high school and stuff, they all just like like it and stuff. So they all love kimchi, which is great. I mean, kimchi is just like kimchi is great. Like yeah. I don't really know. Like yeah, I feel like it's hard not to like it. So it's it's easy to convince people. I feel like, but yeah, I think uh, if I was yeah. If I had meaner friends back then who were more prone to bullying, it would have sucked. But luckily, I had a good group of kids who weren't super mean. But yeah, I yeah, get yeah. like all those lunches and stuff, and then just remember like people looking at my lunch and being like, "What? What the hell?" That's is that? amazing, That's, dude. It, yeah, it's just, yeah. I can't front. Yeah. When I was a kid, you know, like when I was a kid, like I didn't appreciate it, you know, because I grew up around like I, I know you asked me, Matt, like you know, Matthew, um, you know, uh, how was the growing up Filipino in New Jersey or on the East Coast? You know, if I met you, I thought you were family. You know, I didn't think like anybody outside, especially when I was super young, right? I'm talking about like high school, middle school, all that. Like, you know, if you, if I met you, you're Filipino, you're a tita, kuya, you know, ate, like all that. So I thought you were family. You know, I looked at you as family at the time. So, you know, I didn't appreciate the food because, you know, when I was in that similar situation that Austin was just talking about, you know, I caved into that peer pressure and like, you know, I would, I would resent it as a kid, you know, I wanted to assimilate, like, even more so than, than what I was, like, you know, I wanted to be just like them, type thing, you know? And I could, I could attest to that, because I remember vividly sixth, seventh grade, like, the night before the first day of school, we'd go grocery shopping, and my mom would ask me what I would want <laughs> for lunch, and I remember asking for, like, sliced hoagie rolls, cold cuts, cheese, uh, <laughs> tiny variety pack chips and a Capri Sun <laughs> and like a small pack of M&M's or a Kudos bar, small pack of M&M's or a Kudos bar, something for dessert. And I remember opening up my lunch back, my, my lunchbox so proud <laughs> being in front of all my friends in Portland and be like, man, see, look, I eat lunch just like you guys. I ain't got no, you know, I ain't got no, I ain't got nothing funky here. And then he'd take out like, yeah. Then he take the spoon and fork, and then he start like spooning it. That's exactly Filipino. It's not chopsticks. It's yeah. spooning things that onto your spoon, spoon and that fork. Spoon yep. is versatile, man. That spoon will do everything you need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is true. That's good. I gotta ask for uh, Austin a quick question. Uh, did you ever like give them anything from your lunch? Uh, like if you had like kimbap, if your if your parents made you kimbap or something, did you ever give that to your friends? They're like, you know, just give it a try, see if you like it and whatnot, and then let me know how it goes. Yeah, hundred percent. I would be like, they'd be like, oh, I feel like they're mostly just like interested most of the time to be like, hey, try it, and then like, I don't know, Korean food is good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like you know, you get people, you get people to try, it and most people are like, oh, this is pretty good, sure. you know, like, and then they're like, oh, okay, it's like I get why you eat this. It seems more normal now, right? And like. That's how you just get people to like accept other things, right? It's like you just you, gotta try mm-hmm. it, right? You literally gotta tell them like my cuisine is just like yours. It's protein, which typically consists of red meat and, and poultry, right. veggies and rice. That's literally all it is, man. It's just like yours. Yeah. And just yeah. like different spices or whatever, different preparation or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's if, exactly if, right. If, and if our friends like didn't like, or the people we were around, if they didn't understand it, it's like, well, I mean, obviously your parents don't cook with flavor. Right? Like, I'm sorry, like I'm sorry. you don't, you don't know what the sauces are about. They don't well, see the sauce. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, right. Exactly. No flavor. I mean, no taste. Exactly. No flavor. Yeah. 
you gotta have the flavor in there. I mean, yeah, the, I think what I love about Filipino food is that we love cooking with vinegar so much. And because like, obviously we have a lot of fatty foods and we had to cut down that fat with something. And I think the Spanish <laughs> probably helped us a lot with, with that, you know, to like, to just kind of get that going. Like we're, a, we're a fusion dude, like Filipinos, like we've been, we've been fusing since day one, really, you know, that's kind of what it's been, right? <laughs> curries from the south noodles from china and then spain comes in with all these spices from everywhere else and you know it's it's so interesting and i think if filipino food were to go back and like find its place in some sort of a uh more even even more like jollibee's doing great to to have it assimilate into american you know culture right but i think you know there's there's got to be some sort of special fusion and for me i always felt like it's you know filipino barbecue and figure out a way to bring those wait a minute. vinegar sauces bring the south barbecue with the filipino flavor or the cuts of meat that we have and that's kind of what i was imagining when i was doing these pop-ups in orlando is like you know we can just do like a chicken insole kind of a place or, and then throw some different ribs or whatever on on the menu and bro like hey if yeah if you guys want to come up with a food concept let's get a food truck we'll we'll do some swing analysis <laughs> on the side one-stop <laughs> shop bro friends yeah. 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 talk about this. there's a i do have a concept hey. that and it's just so fitting that you know the people that are in here today. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if we. Should, I don't want to talk about it on the podcast, but we could talk about yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but just when you see us, I, I like as restaurant tours, and you know, <laughs> in the upcoming year. Hey, yo, I, I'm imagining like I love Action Bronson so much. He's yeah. like one of my favorite rappers because he started out yes, as sir. a food Queens. Food fast, this is right? Queens right and here. All of a sudden, he gets into Raymond Tay right here. There you Queens, go. New York. Repping. Queens I, get the money. Queens get the my, money. One of my best. <laughs> yeah, I love it, dude. I love his hustle, love his grind. And like they, they really lean into that food stuff with him. And he started doing festivals where he, he'd have like a little food truck. Need to be serving up whatever he wanted, like right after his set or right before his set. And that was so cool. And I was like, man, I'd love to do that with golf. Have you ever seen him live? No, yeah. I haven't yet. I've been to a grip of concerts. But I Action Bronson live. live. Uh, is one of, he's one of the greatest performers I have ever seen. I've seen him once. This is when I was living in Chicago. I forget ah, oh, what's the name of the god dang I, I don't forget the venue, but so this guy, he's like on the mezzanine. He goes up there, he goes up to like the balcony, he's got the microphone still going, you see the spotlight on him. He comes back onto the stage like this dude had all the energy in the world. And the greatest thing that I've like, one of the greatest things I've ever seen, he signs a, uh, a chef coat at the end. Like somebody brought a chef coat in, like they're whites with the, with the cat's eye pearls, every, you know, all that. And he signed, he, he has an ill signature. I don't know if y'all see, he's got like the, and like, yeah, you know, it's just, yeah, he's a great, he's a great performer. I love that guy as well. <laughs> I want to hang out with Big Body Best for sure. His... <laughs> I want to hang out with Bess. I want to hang out with. I want to hang out with Mayhem Loren. Mayhem I want to hang out with all those yeah. dudes. Totally. Just, they have like sure. the best banter. They probably just cut cut it up, you know. Yeah. You know, in the tour van, especially just with the way they they rap. You know, I just I can see that. That'd be and cool. Big body Bess. He's always like one sentence away from being canceled. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like one comment away from leaving society. I love he's, it. he's a he's a habitual line stepper. You know, you have to be finessed. <laughs> Frank, Frank, what do you? Quick question: What do you listen? So we cut into music a little bit. What are you listening to right now? 
you know, on your Spotify oh, or, or whatever. Well, you right use. now, right now, heavy rotation and probably like yeah, give me an artist. An artist? Well, I was listening to a lot of Prince today. Like, you know, I love Prince. yo. I got a cousin oh, named like Prince. It, I like you it, know I what I'm like saying? It. Dude, <laughs> yo, that's, Prince is my wife's favorite artist, like by I was, Prince. I was listening to Sade today. Yeah. Ooh, so Sade, huh? Okay. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, what else have I? I've been listening to. Them. I like it. You got some, like you got some soulful. You got some soulfulness in you. Yeah, Yo, you know. You got some. Soul I got that from right. watching a lot of TV <laughs> growing up, and also my pops. My pops, like, he would always be listening to the radio, and he would, you know, whenever we're driving a car around in our like Toyota Four Runner from 1990, you know, the red wagon going out there, and it would just be, you know, it would either be smooth jazz, classic rock, and then you know. I was influenced by the 90s growing up and, you know, I had the hip hop influence. Like that was, you know, my cousins, you know, loving all that. Like, um, bro, like 90s dance hall music. My gosh, I could like, you know, all the rhythms, like, everything. Um, I love it all. Like uh, Mr. Vegas, uh, Buju Banta, like, oh, like everything, everything, everything. I think that growing up, once you're born and you grow up here in this country and you're born in the late 80s, early 90s, it kind of comes with the territory that you're going to grow up listening to, especially if you have older siblings or older cousins, you're, it's guaranteed that you're going to get into like New Jack Swing. You're going to be listening to Guy. You're going to be listening to Keith Sweat. You're going to be listening to En Vogue. You're going to be listening to... You're going to be listening tribe. to who else? Yeah, you're going to be listening to... Yeah, to a Tribe Called Quest. You're going to be listening to Pac. You're going to listen to Big you're exposed to all these artists early and you're listening to Puff, Mariah Carey, so on and so forth. And especially when you're Filipino, you know, because, you know, most Filipinos got rhythm and all that and they, they have good taste as far as music is concerned. It kind of, it's, I, it doesn't surprise me when I hear you say names like Sade or Prince, you know, we, we like so, the bounce and we like the groove and we like, I love melodies. Sade, man. So that it, stuff is great. My first, I oh, think that's, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh no, I'm just I'm just saying that like it's just nice to know that anytime we know someone who's born in our generation who's Filipino too, we kind of have the same taste in music, for the most part. You know, like we're listening to New Edition, we're listening to SWV, and then we're we we get into the late '90s, we listen to like Usher, and then we get into to Dre and Snoop, and we get into Corrupt, and all of to, it. You know, just all these diff yeah, all of it. Just, it's just like everything. I don't know Especially, what it is if it's in our blood or their culture, but we're like we're embedded in that like the hip-hop the soul all the stuff like that like we, we we feel for it i think you know there's something with it hell yeah exactly and uh yeah and, and that's just something that i fuck with just because music's like definitely like how me and my wife met and i'm not trying to sound like a snob but i consider myself like a fairly fairly like francis could attest like he's seen me on instagram and he's seen the like the shows that i've been to and stuff like i everyone loves to say this but like you know, you're, you're, I, I would consider myself like a nerd or a snob. Like there are times where I did gatekeep for a while. Like, I'm gatekeeping music to the point where people are like, dude, you got to put me on. Like, what are you listening to? But I'm just like, I stopped giving a fuck about that. It's like, man, here, here's what I, here's my playlist. I'll post it. Yes. And, I was and say, yo, you know. just, just, yo, just, you got to put, put on a Spotify playlist. Let's promote. I do. That. Yeah. I do. I have a uh, just, if it's, I have a, I have a playlist, like all of we us. We do one. Yeah. Let's throw in like some of our favorite hip hop or whatever songs. Yeah. Um, let's do like ten songs yeah. or whatever. Seal, I want to fly like an eagle. Definitely got to be on there. You want to? 
Shout Here, out I gotta, to I gotta tell you. Let me go ahead and. <laughs> Let me go ahead and plug my playlist real quick. Uh, so if you want to go and find my playlist right now, it's the first one that I published under my Just Divot moniker. It's Just Divot's Buttercuts Volume 1. Volume 2 is coming soon. It's just no Buttercuts. good music. Not a lot of good music has... Yeah, Buttercuts, baby. Exactly. I love that. But I just... No, it's, we're, we're early in 2023. No, you know, the only album that's dropped right now that's fire is the Yachty album. But nothing else has dropped since then. Maybe the Metro Boomin' to end 2022. The Metro Boomin' album. But there's not enough to compose a full-on playlist for Volume Two just yet. But everybody, stay tuned. If you're listening to Volume One, I mean, I'm still playing. I'm still bumping Volume One. It still doesn't get old. So that's so. cool. Yo, so that's like right, I I used to gatekeep a little bit, but you know, back when Bandcamp was like a, a thing, <laughs> there used to be people that would post like some really cool playlists. And one was there's this group. I think you can still find it. It's called Canon and Monk. And they did this thing called Chillin' Like a Villain. I don't know where I found this, but it might have been like a blog or some music site I was I was like really into. And I started listening. They had about 10 volumes, but they always had some really good hip-hop artists, soul artists, um, people that were like just coming up at the time. And I got into some really good music, and it was just like chill vibes, and I, I love it. So I'll, sometimes I'll go and I'll, I'll type in bandcamp.com, <laughs> go to Canon and Monk, Chillin' Like a Villain, and... Like if you ever get a chance to listen to some of that stuff, like volume seven is like one of my favorites. It's just, it's great. It's really cool. Um, anyway. Yeah. I, I, I love it. We can talk about music all day. Oh, for yeah. sure. I think, I think it's a great idea. Jess, you're doing a good job of putting, I, like, I love that you put us on some of the stuff that you're listening to. We should all definitely collab on a playlist too. Um, that'd be fun. That'd be, that'd be really cool. Is there, is there a word for a uh, music lover, like foodie? Like we should make music or something a word. Audiophile? Like audio Oh, yeah. I, but like that's just sound, right? Yeah, but like yeah. that just like doesn't oh, that's just, it doesn't that's just sound sound. Yeah, it just doesn't sound as cool yeah. as foodie. Right? <laughs> oh, like if you're a foodie, okay. like doesn't have like like foodie doesn't have like a bad connotation. I feel like if you're like I'm a you know like a lot of the stuff with music is like you're a music snob or whatever, right? Like it doesn't oh, really have like I like that. I'm, There's no word. I'm just trying to think of yeah. the word is all I'm asking. You know, I'm not saying like you're a star I, like or whatever. Music might be involved in like other, like in it, it's, it, music is like involved in other culture, right? It's like you're a hype beast. You listen to certain music. You're a hipster. Yeah. You listen to certain yeah, music. You know what I'm true, saying? Yeah. But it's not, but you're right though, Austin. There is no like just music term for it. Like, you know, I'm a yeah. music head or something. <laughs> I like I think music head is the closest thing. I think music yeah, head is like yeah. the closest thing that we could use to. It's uh, funny to talk about like, okay, yeah, are you music head? Like, are there people that just don't like music out there? And I, I, I've met people that are just like, you know, I don't listen yeah. to music. Like, what do you listen yeah, to? There are people who don't care. There are people, people out there care. who do not care. I mean, it's cool if you listen to podcasts, of course. Like, obviously, I'd love for y'all to listen, listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, no, but it's, it's interesting to think that, like, I feel like I hear personally, I don't know. I played instruments growing up and, you know, sang a little bit here and there. Like, I feel like I hear music in, in everything from like an elevator ding, like when I'm going up and down to like the sounds of a, like a pure drive. You know, I feel like I, I could hear a beat or I could hear something. I remember Pharrell talking about too, how like he sees sounds and I know like he says that in seeing sounds, but he's like, he you know, literally <laughs> yeah. sees like colors and like he sees a vibe and then goes from there. And uh, I mean, for me, probably one of my favorite producers for sure is the Neptunes, like probably Ninth Wonder yeah. and, and the Neptunes. Those are my two top Hell yeah. producing groups. But dude, that's great. Um, we have a we have a little list of quick fire questions. 
Yeah, yeah let me go ahead and just uh, ask one real quick. Um, it's funny because we're 32 minutes, 33 minutes in, and there's probably people out there who are listening just for golf and not yeah. food and music. And they're, <laughs> probably, <laughs> they're probably going to be, they're probably going to be listening to this and be pissed. This is beyond golf. Off. What the hell are these guys talking yeah. about? This is beyond yeah. golf. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It yeah. is beyond golf talk, so you kind of know what you're getting into. When if you're this is an entertaining uh, real you, quick, Frank, then just don't even listen at all. It's been... <laughs> exactly. Right? Question, Frank, for you. Um, so what are you currently doing with minimal golf? I know that you're on Twitch a lot and you go on Instagram live and, you know, you're you're hanging out with the crew there at minimal golf and you got the bag and you're doing promo and stuff like that. But what you what you got going on over That's there? That's it. <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> like uh, you know, we just talked about gatekeeping and stuff like that. I um, have never really been good at gatekeeping. Like, I share, like, I overshare. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's, you know, Sam is Sam Golden is the founder. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. He's the man. Hello, Sam. Um, but uh, he has just let me use his facilities for this uh, Twitch stream that I'm doing. Um, with Alex, who is the uh, the head pro at the clubhouse for Minimal. Um, he also blessed me with a bag. Like, you know, I've just been, this is all, you know, going to what I said in the beginning of the podcast about how golf has just been, you know, enriching my life since, you know, 2018 when I picked the sticks back up. You know, I played in high school. Um, I got my first lesson from a Pinoy guy, instructor. Okay, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, when I was 12. And, uh, you know, I stopped playing golf, you know, for, you know, I did the whole stint, no 10 years playing golf. And, uh, but yeah, here I am. And it's just been so minimal is, is just that, you know, it, he's helping me out. Like it's, this is how great this golf community really is. Um, you guys just like reaching out to me, like, you know, we, we were complete strangers 48 hours ago. And now I feel like once again, even you, Austin, like, you know, your family as well. I know we haven't been talking before this, but, but, uh, yeah, no minimal, like I'll, I'm just going to give him a shout out once again here, like minimal golf, the clubhouse is in Redondo beach. Um, you know, you can get, there's a couple of memberships that you can get. They got bags. It's a retail space. They got ill like gloves from Palm golf like a bunch of, uh, you know, um, local uh, golf uh, outlets or, you know, brands uh, or have you, whatever have you, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they got the simulators in there, uh, pool table uh, that turns into a ping pong table. They got, you know, comedy shows, you name it. And it's only growing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to get in their ear. I want to see, like, you know, they just started a CTP, like a weekly, you know, contest, like a weekly CTP contest, you know, on their Sims for uh, for all their members. And I just want to see more stuff like, you know, I feel like that space can be like utilized, like, you know, even more so because they are doing like a bunch of stuff out there and, you know, just love seeing their growth as well. That wasn't even a wrap. That was uh, kind of an open ended question. Wasn't really rapid fire. So <laughs> no worries. No uh, worries. Coach Frankie, what you got, man? What you got? Yeah, I was going to say, like, Minimal Golf, when I was looking at different bags and stuff, like, Vessel obviously pushed super hard, and then Minimal was always there, and I was, like, looking on Instagram, who these people are, like, what these people are carrying. I, I love it. They got the solar panel charger in there. Yeah. Um, looks like it's super lightweight. You got a bunch of extra things, a lot of techie stuff there, you know. Uh, I love. I love that. Like, you get a little speaker that comes with the bag, yeah. too, or you can hook it on there. It just seems like, you know, it's like a, it's like, you know, pit my golf bag kind of thing, you know, like all the stuff that I would like to have, solar power charger, a speaker, everything attached to it. That's dope. It's tight. I, I'd, I'd love to check their stuff out more. I'll probably, I'll probably reach out to them. I do need to get a new golf bag. Anyway. Austin, you probably need a new golf bag. Yeah, I could, I could use, I could always use a sick, a sweet new golf bag. Yeah, for sure. We'll talk once again. Francis, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Great. 
yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ask a few rapid fire, rapid fire questions here. I'm going to ask like three. First of all, um, you know, we talked about golf a little bit here. I want to know, like, what, what would be your, your last meal? What's your death row meal? I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't have, like, a super favorite food. It really is just, like, what I want that day. And right now, I would say it would have to be, like, probably, like, everything from the dim sum cart. <laughs> oh. Mix with yeah. all the punch that I can have as well. You know, I love it. Like, you know, give me all of that. Yeah. Like, you know, give me like, I need scallion pancakes. I need the I need the broccoli with the oyster sauce. I need the um. You need feet. Oh, right? I need the yes. Yeah, okay. I need the chicken. Yeah. The chicken trot. You know, I need all that. I need everything <laughs> from the dim sum spot. You know, and a, and a sprite. Right, right and a sprite. <laughs> From McDonald's. From McDonald's. Give me that super size. Gotta be from McDonald's, yeah. The best from McDonald's? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? Everybody knows that. (laughs) my sprites from Taco Bell. Oh, if it's from Taco Bell, you know I gotta get the Baja Blast. That's that's my thing. Yeah, Baja Blast, for sure. (laughs) Okay, um, let me me ask you another one. What's your... uh, So you play a lot of golf, obviously. We're we're looking for the ace. What's your favorite club in the bag right now? Favorite club in the bag always will be the six iron. I think it's because um, that's the first iron that I ever had, other than a pitching wedge. Um, So that's... Like, I want to hit my ace with a six iron. Like, I can hit it, like, you know, within... I want to say like full yardage, like about like a buck 85. So I want to get like that range and I want to get that, that six iron, like, you know, just screaming at the cup and just dribbling in at like a buck 87 or something like that. Sweet. Dude, that's <laughs> nice. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's do you have a club. That's good. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to do when you get, when that's you get a question that I get a lot. Like, do you have a uh, I do that? get that yeah. question a lot. Um, <laughs> I've thought about it and I don't even know anymore. Like I feel like this is I feel like I'm copping out on all the the, uh, the questions here, but that's it's really just where I am at this point in time. Where like my my like I would like I would go action Bronson and I would say like oh I'm gonna do a backflip into a split. Like I would say that to people that would like you know and, you know I'm going in and I'm a single and I'm walking with like a couple and like another single and stuff like that. And they're asking me these questions like it's just been like that humorous to me. Like I'll probably just cry. You know what I'm saying? At, at this point, I think I'm just going to, like, you know, shed a tear. I am a crier. My girlfriend knows that. So, uh, yes, <laughs> the whole world, or at least everybody that sees it on Instagram <laughs> will know that I'm a crier as well. But, yeah, no, I'll probably cry. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. I feel you. How many How many aces do we have here? This is what I always ask yes, whenever you I do play. How many aces do we have here? Oh. Four from Francis. Austin, yeah. oh, two. Look at Francis. Look at him flexing, man. Yeah, I'm so mad. Do you remember yours, Francis? Sick, Do you remember all of them? Good. Yeah. Hey, um, if you guys yeah. are cool listening, give us the yeah. quick love rundown. It. I love four. First, first, first one. I was 12, 87 yards. I had a seven iron. You're 12. <laughs> <laughs> Second one, I was 16. Uh, one of my first tournaments, um, I was 182 yards, and I Damn. I hit a three wood. I hit a three wood. It rolled up, hit the pin, looked wow. for it in the cup. Third uh, was a really short par three. It was about 100, just under 110 yards. I hit a sand wedge, 
spun that bitch back Ooh. in. And then nice. Laura, I was playing a skins game. And uh, I do. I hit a six iron. I had just about 190-ish yards. I hit a Let's six iron, go. and um, it was amazing. And I, I won the skins. I went wolf. I went wolf. Oh, wow. oh wow! Wow! I knew none of these people were gonna hit the green. It was too windy. I went lone wolf, tripled that bet, and that was that was fun. That was fun. But that's, that's it's awesome. been like it's probably been about six, seven years since I. I've had a, another hole in one, so probably still feels like yesterday. Yeah, Where's yours at, Austin? Yeah, two of them. Uh, the first one was short par three. Um, it was a little uphill, so you couldn't really see, and it was into the sun, so you couldn't see the green. So I walk up, and I was like sixteen, I think, and um, so I'm just I hit it a little thin, yeah. honestly, and so I'm just <laughs> assuming that it's like a little bit long. So I'm walking, looking for my ball over the green. And my buddy goes, it's in the hole. And, like, we would do that joke all the time. <laughs> like, you know, because it was like, oh, this is so funny. And they're like, ha, 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 come help me look for my ball, right? And, he'd be, and he was like, no, dude, it's actually in the hole. And so that was, that was pretty cool. And then the other one was, like, one 145 downhill. And it, that, this one was really cool. You could see the ball, like, laying on the green. It spun back a little into the hole. So that was, that was pretty tight. sweet. Like, you could just see it spin back perfectly. Ooh. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Sick. Frank, yeah. I want to say something. I know you're going for the yes. ace, and I want to be able to to play a little part in here and help you out. So yeah. if you want, I'd love to see your swing. Oh, you I'll don't send want you to a see link that. to download our coaching app. You don't want- <laughs> no, I want to help. <laughs> no, trust me. We've seen we've seen it all, dude. We've seen it all. that's what we do. We've seen it all. But if there's one little thing. If there's like one little thing, if it's set up or if it's like ball position yeah. or something, something small you can take away, dude, I would love to, to know I'm that. Down. I'm know. so down. Whatever I got to do. Yeah, yeah, that app. What is the app called again? Yeah, um, well, it's, it's uh, we, we partner up with OnForm. I got a link on our website on beyondgolfperformance.com under online lessons. You get a free swing of Val for anybody who's listening that's looking to get a uh, quick tip. You know, just just something something simple, a little voiceover lesson. We'll draw some lines on the video and then send you a custom drill video of me just either roasting your screen <laughs> or me giving you like what you want. You can do, you can do it all. Yes, roast. Imagine Francis that. gave me like, a... Open up their app. They're like, oh, I got a tip from Francis. And it's like Ace Quest. Be like, yo, bro. What's <laughs> up? Just like, like, what did I pay I for? I've, I've, I've seen your swing. It looks, it's a great Your move. swing is good, dude. Your thank swing is you, great. You. Yeah, you got a great thank move. You. Yeah, Francis. Like you, you Francis uh, drop right in. When he uh, ro- he didn't roast mine. He, it was like a friendly <laughs> roast. But once again, like, if you heard last episode, it was like, man, just it was a huge blow to my ego and self esteem. But I'm still out there, man. I'm still Let's out there. Go. The quest continues. Um, quest. The, the quest. The quest continues, man. And and I got a question yep. for you. Uh, this one's a little bit more okay. rapid fire. Uh. I know you're trying to get the elusive ace on camera, uh, but golf goals 2023, is there something you're looking to do? Are you trying to change anything in your swing? Are you targeting a certain number, a certain yeah. score? What's uh, what's your goal for this um, year? I haven't pinpointed it that much. Uh, it's not as specific as I want it to be. I'm going to like you know work towards a, a better goal, but at, at the moment, I would just like to be more competitive. Um, I have been playing a lot of uh, this California style golf, I guess sometimes people call it, where, you know, it's just laid back, you're there with your friends, you might be, you know, imbibing on uh, certain, um, you know, things. And, um, you know, I'm just there, it's four hours. I want to be out there with people that I love, 
you know, to, to be around. And, you know, it is still golf, though. You know, I, do, I hate it when I play bad golf, right? Like, even if I'm not being competitive, I still want to play within my own means, right? And that's what's different with everyone. That's why, like, whenever, you know, a new golfer, you know, comes and says, oh, I want to play with you, but, you know, I'm new. So I'm like, I'm going to call you if I like you, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's, you know, cause it's like <laughs> yeah. for me to play good golf, you know, the vibe needs to be good, you know, and it, it can't be like that. You know, uh, if you're, if you're there with someone that, you know, you, you'd rather not be with. Um, so I'd really like to be more competitive though, because um, it's, it's getting to, I think I'm getting the itch again where it's like, I want to be, the best golfer in the group you know what i'm saying like and there's these like <laughs> the very best <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's um the, the song that's that's always in my head though would be um like the, from the last dragon you know oh, you know nice. it's like the last dragon oh, i thought you were gonna i thought you were gonna say uh i thought you were gonna say uh rhythm of the <laughs> barge Hell yeah. I have that soundtrack. Yeah, I thought that's what you were going to say. No, I, Vanity's on that. Seventh Heaven. Like, uh, Stevie Wonder's on that soundtrack. Like, that's a, that's my favorite movie. So, yeah, I just want to be the best. I want to be the last. I want to have the glow. I feel you. I feel you. It's uh, it's so bad, it's good. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts so good. Yep. Yep. But, uh, so, Frank, that means that uh, we'll get the play one day yeah. since we're we're kind of local yeah no yeah you know, we're about an hour an hour and a half so that means we'll get to play all right especially in safe, the ie safe. we'll make it happen ie yeah we'll make it happen soon um we'll, i'll try to i'll try to look at some courses and see if we could meet yeah let's let's play this weekend francis can sneak us off the of beach you know it's all good right francis <laughs> austin right austin yeah nothing's going on yeah. there's no there's not even like two tournaments no right it's like no nah, we're good yeah <laughs> we could switch yeah. like hats and clothing and just have you guys come in like oh they won't count. They can't just a just a fun question here what's some people do this they have like a really interesting object they might carry with them all the time in their car or whatnot what's the most interesting thing that you'd carry in your golf bag um i used to have a, i used to have a set of brass knuckles on my bag and like i uh <laughs> So hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on, hold 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 you know what I'm saying? Um, but they're just not on the bag anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I, I made it a handle. Long story short, I made it a handle for the bag. Ooh. So, like, you know, when I was putting the bag up and down. And then I made it so that, like, I would put in, like, you know, carabiners around it. And, like, people would always ask me, like, oh, are those real? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, what are you talking about? This is, like, a, a bullet, you know, belt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out, like. You know, John Buscemi had like you know studs all around his shoes and stuff like that. You know, shit like him, there like you know, he's, yeah. he's another golf dude, influencer <laughs> type. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it was. It was just like I thought it was yeah. ill, you know. And I did have it on there for a long time. I, I can yeah. I can share a picture if you guys want to see it. <laughs> but now I do have a knife. I do have a knife in my bag now, so I don't know. You guys want to? See? I have it here actually. It's it's right here. So all right, let's is, see it. Let's see it. This. <laughs> 
it's a it's a it's a divot <laughs> repair tool actually it's a you know it's your fix your ball marker tool i can imagine him trying to get through tsa when he's like flying <laughs> like bro don't worry about it it's it's for fashion <laughs> you get that tsa guy who's a big golfer like oh, okay cool. yeah for sure bro yeah come on yeah, in so i'm trying yeah. to get my hole we can't we can't let you off thing, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. last thing i kind of want to ask uh since we're kind of from that generation where you know we're still in touch with millennials we're still in touch with like the generation before us um do you feel words like, like terms of endearment especially in tagalog or in the filipino culture terms like ate or kuya are slowly do you feel like it's becoming instinct with the newer generation of Filipino Americans or Filipinos no. in general? I think that's just my no. optimism okay. speaking, but no. Um, you know, I have I have cousins. You know, I have kuyas and ates, and and I see them naming their children. You know, words of uh, you know from uh, the Tagalog language like bayani, which means warrior. Uh, a mihan that's a, that's like a niece that i have and i think that's like a, a like a northeast wind or something. i'm forgetting like <laughs> you know but that's what i'm saying it's it's forgotten in our generation for sure because i feel like especially with you know living on the east coast like i, I know we didn't really get into this but you know my parents they didn't even know each other until they got here uh, in new york city you know they they both migrated to brooklyn in the 80s early 80s and they didn't even know each other you know what i'm saying my mom was a nurse uh, you know, living, uh, you know, in, um, what is it, in Brooklyn, going to Kings County, you know, and um, when they had me, they moved over to Jersey where, you know, I did have more family, you know, it was all my dad's family. Um, but, you know, not, not to go too far off topic, but like, you know, this generation, you know, that we grew up in, we were trying to assimilate so hard to America because we had to, and, and, and our parents didn't know any better, you know what I'm saying? So like, it was like an experiment the whole time, you know, but now, now that those kids grew up, you know, like my cousins and they're having their babies, you know, they can like further represent, you know, our culture, you know, within the next generation. So I say no to that. It is not disappearing, you know, and, I, and I'm going to be pioneering that, you know, Francis, you're my kuya, right? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> we talked about that. Ah. <laughs> that's another thing though. So, yep. you know, when you say terms of endearment, I almost said, you know, that's, that's not even, you know, it's so weird how Filipino people are, at least from my experience, where you can be so respectful, but you can be so disrespectful at the same time. Like, you know, like it's, it's, uh, it's very, you know, there's a lot of backhanded things as well. Like, you know, one thing that I always heard growing up when I was doing something that my mom didn't fully approve of would be like the Bahala Ka. You know what I mean? So that's oh, yeah. like, you know. Mm -hmm. She still wants to say something like she, you know, that, you know, she uh, cared, but she was like, you know, whatever, you're on your own type thing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, we had, we had a lot of, I guess it's like cultural, you know, generational, you know, trauma or something. I, this is something that I don't really speak of, so I don't want to speak, you know, <laughs> wrong about it. But it's something that, you know, passes down through, through generations. And I feel like the generation, at least, you know, on the East Coast of what I've seen, you know, that um, Filipino-American, right? Because that's your first generation Filipino-American like, when your parents are immigrants. Um, I've seen them return to like their culture and their roots as a, and, and connect in very different ways. So I still see it. Wow, that answer was everything I expected. <laughs> so thank you for Thank that. you, thank man. You. Really do appreciate the answer. Seriously, seriously, thank you. God. So.
Yeah, that was really good, man. I, I feel you on that. It's, uh, you know, growing up, especially where I was, I didn't grow up with a lot of Filipinos per personally. It was always like one of the biggest Filipino uh, festivals in the Southeast region of America in our town. Um, but that was like only one weekend a year. And I never saw a lot of my family who was mainly in the Philippines. Um, so like, I feel like I'm still on that search of like, how do I, what, what like, what is like, what are my roots? You know, I want to know more about that culture, not just the Philippines in general, but like, where are my family from? Like, what is the tribe? Like, what is this about? To go so far as to like, dude, I want to hike up that mountain um, up in the north, I think in the Baguio province and go get my, go get that tap, tap tattoo, you know, like from that tribe. Yeah, like, old tattoo artist. Like, I want to, I want to do that. Like, I want to do that with my cousin. I wanna, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I want to, I want to chill with the headhunters and get those tribal marks just to like, I don't just to see what it's like. And dude, a Filipino golf trip would be freaking amazing. And I, I already know the three people I invite on that, but <laughs> for sure, dude, um, let, uh, give it, give us a little, um, give us a little background, a little insight on, uh, on, on your website. Um, the pro the little bit about the merch that you're selling yeah, right now. Sure. Um, how can, how can we get in touch with you? How do we find out more about you? Yeah. We don't need to talk about the merch. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like the, the, the part that I hated the most, the selling of it. I loved creating it. And you know what? I, I, I even loved like seeing it like in my friend's hands or like whoever like posted it. That part was just so awesome. But the actual being like, hey, <laughs> I got this thing over here <laughs> is, is the thing that I still need to get used to and I need to get better at. But yes, thank you for letting me plug this because um, I do have a drop. What is it? Um, tomorrow actually uh, <laughs> oh, let's go i have a drop i think I'm, uh, uh, well what i did for my website you know I, I made it i like angel numbers i don't know like repeating numbers i see them throughout the day all the time on the clock i don't know if it's just because i look at the clock all the time <laughs> but i see like three 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 five 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 four four you know all like the repeating numbers or even like 12 21 like i'll see mirrored numbers and stuff like that um and with each release, I did, uh, I just, it was just one run, but I had three releases. So I did one um, in December, 12-12, at 12-12. And then, then I did um, this last one, you know, on the first at one eleven, And then this next one, it's going to be my ball marker, which I don't have with me right now. But it's, uh, I love it. Um, a dude from Canada made it for me. His name, I, I believe, was uh, Mark, or Ray, on the Mark Golf. Um he he created this ball marker for me like we we had like design you know yeses and nos like i don't even know the, the actual jargon like when it comes like i've learned so much but i'm still such a novice when it comes to like doing all of these like manufacturing and, and, and whatnot but um ball marker coming out um acequestemporium.com um I guess I can, you know, this is a, here, this is a, this is something that I haven't said yet. So this is just, just for uh, beyond golf talk before you see it on the uh, website. Um, I'm doing a um, uh, sort of like pay what you want um, uh, method, or, or I don't even know what you call it. I remember a while ago, uh, Radiohead came out with a CD and um to buy it in rain yeah to buy and yes that's what yeah, it was one of my favorite album and you know you just had yeah. to you know donate or you know whatever you thought was a good price um you know you got the cd in return um so that's what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna have it you know um there's gonna be some shipping and handling of course uh but other than that it's going to be that model 
And um, this is me reminding myself that I have to change that on my uh, website. So uh, thank you once again. For, <laughs> it's, it's just another <laughs> thing, man. Like, it's just so... <laughs> One thing after another. Woo! You know what I'm saying? So it's like big moves, but uh, I have to keep up with it. You know, the so the merch, like, dude, like, that's where the support, where I thought, like, I just dropped the ball the most and people just continued to support and love me after that so like really thank you so much for everybody that bought you know the shirts that i produced or, or and the tees the you know and, and all that and the, the shaft bands of course and um yeah man it's been a trip like whew. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a wild couple of months uh so last question hmm. if you were to stand on a, the first tee of your dream course any course, Torrey Pines, Augusta National, Pebble Beach, you name it. What would your dream foursome be? Oh, Who would you have snap. on that with you? This changes all the time, too. Okay, hold on. And yeah. it can be Dead or Alive, Legends. Okay. You, talk, you could talk all about right, so this, you know, Palmer, Nicholas, family members. Yeah. So this, for right now, for what I'm thinking. So do, do I have to name the course as well? Like the first? Okay. Sure, go ahead. Hmm. Maybe like a course that I've never been to, or like maybe my Muni, which has like gone through like a re rewrite redirect or like a reroute, or so. No, you know what? It's it's gonna be Skyway in in New Jersey, in Jersey City. It's a nine hole course, link style course. It has a great view of the New York City skyline and the Hudson River, you know. Um, and it's going to be. <clears throat> let's do um, Samuel L. Jackson, and then. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. There you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like it. I fuck with that. I can imagine Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Chris Tucker's like, yo, man, what'd you get on that last hole? And then he's like trying to say, like, come on, man. Can't you understand me? Like, no, no one can understand the road coming out. <laughs> I think Chris Tucker actually plays golf, if I'm not mistaken. He plays celeb tournaments, yeah. I want to say. Yeah, I think I've seen everybody on knows about Sam Jackson. How you know yeah. he's got it in the rider. You know, what I'm saying he's got he's got to have that uh, uh, golf course and access to it whenever he wants. <laughs> Actually, since you bring up a rider, I'm gonna use that as a topic for the next <laughs> pod for for one of the future pods. It's like, what would you put on your rider if you were like balling out of control and you were just like an A list celebrity? Right. What would you have on your rider? That's a good that's a good Mizuno topic. Blades. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a scotty no like a betonardi maybe no you know i want to yeah, like a i don't know <laughs> sky's the limit just, and it is top of the line top <laughs> yeah. of the line shit i feel and congratulations on your on your success so far and you know definitely wish you the Thank best you. of luck in the future especially in 2023 with with this drop and the new payment method that, or the the, mo the, yeah, the model that going that's on. the word that <laughs> Yeah, the price model. <laughs> You're welcome, bro. You're welcome. You're welcome. We'll handle your marketing for you. Yeah. You gotcha. yeah. can tell I was a liberal arts major. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You're taking the steps in the right direction, dude. You're you're making golf more visible. It's what we all try to do. We're trying to bring people together, showing it's like it's not so hard to find friends on that golf course. And once you do find those friends, man, those are lifetime okay. friends. Who else are you going to spend four hours with? You know, and sometimes there, there's family members that I'm sure people don't want to spend four hours with. So, <laughs> Y'all know who you are. Great. It's a whole new, it's a whole new, whole new familiar. Hell yeah. 
Love it. This is definitely one of the most eventful things I was looking forward to this week. So yeah, thank you again for your time, man. Uh, we will talk about getting a little food concept going. Let's just talk, let's like get some recipes going. I'll send you the business plan. Talk. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah, we're doing it. And we'll have you. Yeah. We'll have you on again, bro. We'll, yeah. we'll definitely have you on again. All right. Sounds Thanks good. again, guys. Yeah, you too. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond Golf Talk. We greatly appreciate the support from our listeners as we continue to bring you a fresh take on golf with our unique guests. We have some tour coaches, players, and influencers alike lined up on our upcoming episode. So stay tuned. Until next time, swing easy.